Hey, Legends. Hi, Legends. We're back from our break. Long break. We needed to take some time to reflect on our recent behavior. <laughs> um, and you may, you, you have witnessed it if you've listened to our, our yeah. I can't, I can't say it. it's not our last episode. No, it was a couple <laughs> episodes ago and we, we've taken moments to listen. We've read the comments. <laughs> we've heard your concerns. Um, I feel so embarrassed even just saying it. Let's just say it on three. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know how you're going to phrase no, but no, okay. it's, it's perfect. <laughs> One, two, three. So I'm sorry, sorry Simone Piles. <laughs> on our last um, episode where we just talked... Yeah. With no agenda. Oh, it's called, yeah, I kicked her. <laughs> Elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. So um, we just want to issue an apology. We actually made that up. We did not, we were not in gymnastics class with Simone Biles. Nor did we kick her. Nor did we bully her and then subsequently kick her. Yeah, that was something we made up. And so we would like to formally apologize for that. Um, for that confusion, if we misled anyone into thinking that was true. Mm-hmm. Um, Publicly, narcissist talking is supposed to be a safe place for everyone to listen. And I know if Simone Biles listened right now, she would not feel that way. No. And that really was heavy on our hearts during the holidays. Yes. So we had to, we just wanted to spend some time here at the beginning, play a little bit of taps um, to honor, um, to show our... Um, our apolog- apologization. Yeah, yeah. In honor of the fallen respect that Simone Biles once held for this podcast. Right. And, of course, she represents America. And by disrespecting Simone Biles, we disrespected America. <laughs> disrespecting America, title of up. Disrespecting America. That's- and, actually, normally we support that. So, <laughs> mm, yeah. But not es- there. Especially on July 4th. Hoorah! <laughs> That was a hoorah against the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Okay. Okay. Anyways, back to fun. We, (laughs) surprise, we're back. You didn't know when we were going to drop another episode, and neither did Did we. we. (laughs) And neither did my dad, who asked a couple times, and I would give him different dates every time. Um, But we're so happy to be back on the mic. OMG, I feel like I'm home again. Uh. Single soon, home home soon. Home soon, home alone too. Lost in New York. New York, whatever. Maybe. Also America. Yeah. New York City. Mm, I see a theme in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode titled American, American Dream. Dream. <laughs> Perfect. Unison. Um, but we have a lot to talk about. I do feel like we should first address... Um, our previous episode, yeah. which dropped on Christmas, if you did not listen to it, um, we don't know what the stats are, but that was our um, Narcissist Talking Legend Award nomination, nomination ceremony. ceremony. <laughs> and I won't lie, it's a pretty good episode, I think. Oh, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Go back and listen, 17 minutes, easy, easy, easy in and out. Mm-hmm. Re-listen to it a couple times. Yeah, to be honest, because I'm a narcissist, I have. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's so, is that embarrassing? No, it's kind of our job That's to know true. what we're putting out there. Th- that is very true. And 
Yeah. Um, and but so we haven't. Uh, votes are still coming in. Votes are still coming in. If you want to vote, go to the link. We'll put the link in the description of this episode. And it's in the description of the last one as well mm-hmm. to a Google form where you can vote for the nominees um, for the awards. And at some point in the future, maybe soon, maybe not, <laughs> um, don't promise too much that we'll have the awards ceremony. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have been looking at the votes and they make me laugh, Jason. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you've seen them. Have you? I only saw the one that was sweeping. <laughs> and it's not the one you think it is. It's not the one, that, <laughs> not the one with only one nominee. It's the Jacob Elordi Award for Hottie Bimbody. Valch Markovsky. <laughs> He's going to take it. I think he's front runner. For sure, front runner. He's also the, whatever the opposite of that is, back runner. Mm. Yeah. So he should either be very excited or very nervous. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, honestly, I feel like since we're on the topic of nominees, should we just talk about the Oscars? Oscar noms released yesterday as we record this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you think? As a whole, it's pretty typical Oscars. Like, yeah. Like there's some snubs that are unforgivable that I'll never get, get over. over. And then there are some, like, wins that are, I'm like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I always forget how few things can be nominated. Because I feel like this year is kind of like, this didn't get nominated, this yeah. didn't get nominated. And it's like, okay, but what? Yeah, there were especially, especially certain categories. Like, I'm thinking, we'll get into lead actress. But that had a lot of different mm-hmm. options that I could have gone. Um, but I think for best picture... Okay, I won't lie. I did. I forgot I was going to send it to you to keep me accountable. My predictions, and I got all of the top. I got a lot of them pretty, oh. pretty close. But best picture was pretty, like, okay, we know what the top 10 are going to be right. pretty much. I've, I, how many have you seen? <laughs> I looked like two or three. Not many. Shut up, Jason. I know. I've seen seven of the 10. Oh, my God. I'm so behind. What? And I'm kind of killing think of it. any of them. I haven't seen Holdovers, I haven't seen Zone of Interest, and I have not seen, oh, what's the other one? Anatomy of a Fall. Mm. And I want to see all of those. Well, Zone of Interest I'm less interested in, but I will get there. Zone of uninterest more like. Exactly, Jason. <laughs> I'm just not a war girl. That's not no, where but I there find are, myself. There must be, I mean, Oppenheimer's, uh, I don't think you consider a war movie. It does have war themes. Yeah. Um, but there has to be at least one more adjacent there nominee for Best Picture. Yeah, there does. There does have to be a war movie. Um, and this, it seems like the war is not, the war is kind of hidden. I actually don't know anything about it other than what Eric texted us today. Yeah, I, I, I know it's about a family who lives like basically right next to, I think, Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. Or it might just be a different concentration camp. And they kind of... Just live their life normally there, and you're like, "Wow, the juxtaposition." They're just living normally, and these people, oh, obviously, are having atrocities across the fence or whatever. That's so scary. Um, That's gonna hit really hard these days. Yeah, you guys, if you go to Alamo Draft House, don't order the chicken <laughs> while you're while you go there or any food item, because Eric said it was hard to. He felt awkward eating. 
his chicken sandwich. And I never feel awkward eating a chicken sandwich. I've never felt that way. No. Legends. I eat meat now. Well, I'm, uh, well. I was going to try to find the sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Find the meat eating sound. <laughs> oh, I was just going to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I eat birds more. Poultry. Wait. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's included. Mm-hmm. What so, other birds do you eat? Turkey? Um, or what do you mean by birds? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like a dog in the street, you know. You're not eating the dog. No. You're no, similar I don't to a dog. dog. Okay. I'm s- I would say I'm similar to a dog. Mm. Most in a lot of ways. Butt wagon. Tail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like so not on the same wavelength because you said wagon and I thought W-A-G-O-N. Oh, yeah. I don't have a wagon, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I eat birds. You eat birds now. Um, Turkey, chicken, duck confit if it comes up. Yeah, I don't know if I eat duck confit, (laughs) but I eat, I've I've been really into turkey. Thanksgiving vibes. Literally, 2024 is the year of sandwiches. Sandwiches are in. Sandwiches are in. You know what's out? No. (sighs) (laughs) We'll find out. Salads, soup. Other things that are popular during lunchtime, it's it's sandwich. Soups are out. I need some time <laughs> to grieve. That's tough, especially for me on Saturday. I haven't, <laughs> oh, I haven't um, had soup in a while, but I always want to. Yeah, you're kind of a soupy boy. Although there, I, there's a lot of ways soup can go bad. Not bad, but just I like a creamy soup. Soup can sometimes soup it's can brothy, and it's oh, too brothy. Yeah. Like a a standard chicken noodle. Out. I don't like that. Yeah. Unless it's homemade. 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 Unless it's made by a hoe. Mm-hmm. Then it's made with love. You're telling me a hoe made this? Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Should we zone Anyways. back into the Oscars? Uh, yeah. Let me just read off the Best Picture nominees. Sure. Um, so we have American Fiction. Wait, have you seen that? Wait, can I talk? Should we talk about them as we go through them? Yeah, American Fiction. Yeah, I well, saw you've American seen most Fiction. of them, so you can probably okay, give us fine, whatever. Most of them. Uh, because a lot of them we've, I've, or at least I've seen all of them recently, and I haven't told the legends at home. But I did see American Fiction. Actually, you guys, it was the first movie I've ever seen by myself. I went to the theater by myself, which is huge for me because that was on my bucket list for 2024. Mm. Well, it was actually on my bucket list for 2023. Didn't do it, okay. but I got it in this year. Roll forward. Rolling forward. Um, and this is actually huge for me because I always am worried I'm going to be shot when I go to the movie theater. Jason. Buy a gun. Yeah, buy a gun. <laughs> oh, God. Or, and, yeah. And I, that, you're not the first person that had told me that, and I had heard that before. Yeah. And I thank God that that thought almost never enters my mind. Or well, if it does, it's fleeting, and then I forget. Well, it does cross your mind, Jason, because you pointed out to me if we're sitting by the door. <laughs> I know. Well, I said, oh, and I said, no, I can't say that. <laughs> and you said, no, you have to tell me now. And I said, you're not going to like it. <laughs> and then I said. <gasps> we were sitting right like, like, like point blank into the chest. We, we would have been, been the first ones. First to go, which is probably better. If you're, yeah. you know, if you're in a massacre, do you find? I do find. I haven't been in a massacre, actually. But I do feel like I have final girl energy. Oh, no. That's the scariest position to be in. Yeah. But you live. And living is what I constantly try to do. Snaps. Snaps. 
Um, <laughs> Anyways, American fiction. Oh, we are silly today. Um, okay, American fiction. It was fantastic. Wow. I rated it five stars. It Follow is, her on Letterboxd at? Yes. Um, A.M. Grotman. Oh, easy. Letterbox is a new a new thing that I'm doing this year. New resolution, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had my full review on there. It is the best screenplay, or not screenplay, screenplay. Like, yeah. Yeah. That I've seen in so long. Mm. Like, it is fantastic. There are scenes, like, just writings and quotes that I think about all the time. Like, it resonated with me so deeply. If you haven't seen the trailers, it is about a man who basically is asked by his publisher to write a book that is more black. He's a black man. And so what they mean by that is, like, really stereotypical, like, stories that have baby mamas and they're from the hood and, Mm -hmm. like, all these crazy um, stereotypes. And so he's like, fine, I'm just going to give them this garbage that is so different from my other books Mm -hmm. and make it so satire, and they end up loving it. And he carries the secret because he is hiding his identity and he's this famous author now. And... It is so funny. It's a really interesting story because it is deeply about race, but it also, like, not in the way you would think. Mm. Like, it's, they just talk about it where they're not, they don't actually have a point they're making. Like, they leave it so open-ended where it's like, you just, it makes you think so much. And it is hilarious. Hilarious. Um, Yeah, so really Highly recommends it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's very approachable. Like, I would say out of all of the movies I've seen on that list, other than Barbie, maybe, Barbie mm. and American Fiction are the ones where I'm like, oh, this seems like a movie that's, like, you can enjoy outside of it being related to the Oscars. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Anatomy of a Fall, neither of us have seen. No. Um, has to do with... A murder and a suspect. Yeah. Like a... That's all I know. Someone's husband dies because he falls. Anatomy of a fall, uh-huh. if you please. And I think she's framed in some way. And she's yeah. like trying. She's like, no, but wait, it's not me. But they've got to figure out mm-hmm. what really happened or something. Okay. Uh, and it's a mystery, so I guess that's good that we don't know a lot. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, okay, Barbie. Love. We've kind of talked about Barbie. Yeah. On our Barbenheimer episode. <laughs> um, Go but check it out. Yeah, basically, it's about Barbie and so much more than that. Um, holdovers. I haven't seen. That one is with Paul Giamatti and Dominic Sess something. Sessa? Cessna? Seska? Yeah, something. Um, new on the block. New, because they just picked him up from the school. Well, mm-hmm. I read that, and I don't know if that was a... Real or not. Yeah, I do think that was real. But I have heard a couple different iterations of that story, so. Mm. Um, but it's basically, uh, is it college or just a, a stay away high school? I don't college. know. College. Where this, Paul Giamatti is like a, a professor there, and then over the winter break, some kids don't go home, so he sort of looks after them. And it's kind of chaos, but then it's kind of like, oh, but they actually have a lot in common, but they hate each other, but then they probably... Like each other at the end. <laughs> um, you know. Cute. Enemies vibes. to friends. Um, then we have Killers of the Flower Moon, which we both saw. Yes, I love. Um, about 
the series of killings of the Osage uh, people, the Osage people, specifically Osage women. That um, yeah. In what time period? Gosh, I don't know anything now. I don't know anything either. I 19, would say 10, I would say 1910s ish. Yeah, twenties maybe. Um, and it's a uh, uh, Martin Scorsese. It's pretty like it's long, but it's very good and it's very sort yeah. of. Epic, I feel like, mm-hmm. in a way, not like in such a grand scale of like, you know, bigness, because it's obviously in one one area. But yeah, as far as the plot, and um, so it's pretty good. Uh, Maestro. I saw Maestro. The Bradley Cooper, mm-hmm. Leonard Bernstein. I will be cheering against Maestro this holiday season, award season. <laughs> well, holiday for us. A holiday for us. Super Bowl even. Um, Maestro, see, I watched it and I was like, oh, I feel bad because the cinematography and the acting and the directing is actually very, very good. And that's it. Like, that's as far as I can say about Mm. it. The story is really bad. And the writing, like, they they focus so much. I said this in my Laura Books review. (laughs) (laughs) They focus so much on being Oscar Beatty that they forgot to put any sort of heart into the story or interest mm. that it's just kind of like, yeah. Um, but I felt bad. So I was kind of cheering for it. Cause I was like, I don't think it's going to get nominated for anything and it should get nominated for something. And it's actually nominated quite a bit. So I'm back to being a hater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Room so for the underdog. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. I think, yeah, everybody was kind of like, Bradley Cooper's really trying for this because he spent how many years learning how to conduct or something <clears throat> yeah. so that it looked real. Um, and he he's what produced it, directed it, and stars in it. And when people and do that, I... And he wrote it. And he wrote it. And I was kind of like, ugh, that's a bit much yeah. for one person to... Uh-huh. I think you need more people <laughs> yeah. in, the creative, in the creative part of making a movie. I agree. I will give him flowers, though, because... He is a really gifted director mm. and you really get to see that. And he's such an amazing actor and Carrie Mulligan is the best of our time. <laughs> so, but like literally that's it. Like the story is so bad where I was just like, Oh, you people, what are you even talking about? I don't care about <laughs> any of your lives. Truly mm. sad. It's not what you want in a biopic. No. no. Um, okay. So there's that. Leonard Bernstein is a famous Conductor, composer, if you don't know. Um, anyways, enough of that. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. Yes. We all know about Oppenheimer. The inventor of, well, as you can see, he had a lot of help, <laughs> but the inventor of the um, atomic, atomic bomb. bomb. And then all that goes along with that. Um, definitely go see it. It's very good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to belabor it too much because yeah. we kind of already talked about it. I agree. And everybody kind of knows. Uh-huh. Um, past Lives. I saw Past Lives on the plane. Such a good plane movie. Uh, another amazing, amazing screenplay. It's, I am so, like, people who love Past Lives really love Past Lives, especially, like, I, this is one that I, this is one I'm cheering on mm-hmm. for Oscars. Because it's so different for the Oscars. Like, it's such a simple, small, little, tiny story that, like, 
there it's so the opposite of Oppenheimer where there's such amazing like big stakes like this is just a simple little story and it's so sweet and it's the acting is amazing these a lot of the snubs that I feel from this year are from past lives because I really liked Celine Song's directing and um, Greta Lee's acting in it Um, those two in particular those women are so oh my god so talented so yeah, highly recommend Past Lives. It's so sweet, you guys. Nice. And then the last thing is the zone of interest, which we kind of already talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, do we do poor things? Oh yeah, I skipped because Past Lives also starts with a P, and so does Poor mm, Things. Poor okay. Things. Poor Things. Which we both saw together. We did both see together. What did you think about it? Um, I thought it was good. Um, we're like really good. Um, it's obviously very weird and I know it's hard to recommend this movie because I know <laughs> a lot of people will hate it. Yeah. Um, just because it's so different. So, so, so different in like every possible way. Like the acting, the cinematography, the score, <laughs> the plot. Um, yeah. but it's, it's really good. Um, really a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of like there isn't totally an agenda. Like it's kind of like. Look at this, and then you kind of, like, uh, take it for what it is. Because uh, I don't think Yorgos totally had, like, you need to take this from it. Yeah. Um, which is good, because sometimes all the movies are, like, trying to spoon feed you something. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was tremendously funny. Um, Mark Ruffalo is super hilarious, and um, Emma Stone is um, great, like, amazing. Yeah. Her acting is She's crazy. So amazing. Costumes are really cool, and uh, mm-hmm. production design. Yeah. Obviously. I loved this movie at first. And the every day that goes by, I like it less and less. Oh really? Really. I need to share my my thoughts. And I haven't really thought about it. So I might just have to go. might be thinking as we speak. <laughs> but like I feel like it was a story that had so much promise. And usually, like, I don't give a shit if stories don't have much to say. Like, I, a lot of the criticism that I'm hearing about Saltburn is that people are mad that it didn't make more of a grandiose statement about classism. I'm like, like, I would have been annoyed if that was happening. Like, we don't need that. But I felt like with Poor Things, the like, the statements they made, if any, were, like, kind of just, like, blah for how incredible... The concept is, if you guys don't know what the concept is, it is like a Frankenstein-esque type of story where it's a woman, her name is Bella Baxter. She dies and her brain is trans, like, transfixed, replaced, transplanted, yeah. transplanted with a brain of a fetus. And so she looks like she's an adult woman, but she's acting like a baby and is a baby in many ways. And you see her kind of grow and learn about the world and it has a really strong focus on her exploring the world of sex, women in sex, like female pleasure, all that type of stuff, which is why this movie is a bit difficult to recommend to people because it is so explicit. Um, but I think what bugged me is that, okay, and now I'm having a grand thought. I can't help but like <laughs> a grand thought incoming. Buckle <laughs> <laughs> up. Buckle up. Uh, I can't help but, like, Barbie and Bella Baxter are kind of foils of each other. Mm. Whereas, like, Barbie goes into the world and, like, learns so much about 
a bunch of different aspects, especially about like womanhood in particular, but just about like being a human. And I think Bella Baxter, we see her learn at a similar level to Barbie, but even more so. But it's really, its focus is about her relationship with sex, which on one hand, I really appreciate. And I liked everything they said about her being objectified and sexualized, especially by like the men who are raising her, but are also like attracted to her. It's so weird, but it's done in a really mm-hmm. great way. But like, I saw, I saw someone on Twitter say this. It's like, why is Bella Baxter, why is she shaving her armpits? And I'm like, that's such a good point. Like, we really don't talk about Bella's growth outside of her understanding sex. And I'm like, there's so much more that I want to see this person who I'm so, she's one of the coolest characters like on film. And I'm sad that we didn't get to learn more about the way she learned, like moved to the world. Like why is she wearing high heels and shaving her legs and armpits? Mm. And like, there were just things where I'm like, I want to know more about why she is doing the things she's doing outside of sex. Because I do feel like the commentary they made about sex was like, hey, women actually like to have sex. And I'm like, okay, I believed you within like the first five minutes you told me that and now you just keep telling me that. Mm-hmm. And so now, okay, okay, another grandiose thought. Okay, please. <laughs> Incoming. I feel like, how do I explain this? Like her, the movie focusing on just her relationship with sex and like laughing about her being sexualized and objectified inherently objectifies her because it's like they just kind of strip all the other aspects about her womanhood and you only get to see her exploration and her relation with sex. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, we almost had such an amazing movie. Like I just wanted a little bit more. I just think like the screenplay could have been a bit better. And I love Yorgos Lanthimos. And I love how he writes women. So I was kind of like, What? Those are all my thoughts. Okay, nice. <laughs> I need to see it again. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I agree. Like, at first, I was kind of like, well, I don't, not my favorite. But then I was like, okay, you just don't like it because it's different than, like, the stuff. And then I was kind of, like, gaslighting myself into saying, no, it's actually, I like it. Um, I don't. I still don't know how I feel. Yeah. I think it's good to experience. Yeah, for sure. I recommend if you want to see it. It's an interesting. It's yeah. like, it's a really interesting film. So yeah. So there you um, go, people. Oh, and by the way, don't get a big headache in the middle because that will make it so much worse. No. So that's what happened to me. <laughs> oi, oi, oi! Yeah, it's not a headache movie by any means. No, because the score is pretty like don't. Yeah, pretty intense, and then it goes like fisheye with the lens a lot. I'm like, woof. <laughs> um, okay, enough of that. Enough, enough. And We've had so enough. So that's all 10 yeah. Best Picture noms. Cool. Okay, should we go through the other ones? Maybe yeah, I feel like maybe we don't need to like... Talk about them as much. Yeah, like maybe like let's talk about like the highlights, like the ones we were excited about or snubs mm-hmm. that we saw. Sure. Should we like list off the nominees and then go quick uh, after that for just each category? Sure. Yeah, maybe yeah. for like the top four, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the big acting ones. Um, best, best actor, Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers, Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer, and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. As of today, 
I'm thinking it might be Paul Giamatti. Really? I mean, I haven't seen, we haven't seen yeah. Holdovers, but like Killian Murphy's obviously been front runner for every mm-hmm. best actor. And he's won many of them, or I haven't been tracking like I, on the other things. I know Paul's won, I think he won the BAFTA. Okay. Which is BAFTA usually a pretty is, good predictor. Yeah, a pretty good predictor. But I know it's, I would say it's between Paul and Killian Murphy. Yeah, definitely. Not Bradley, sorry. <laughs> nope. Um, any big snubs here? No. I can't think of any. I think, yeah, that one was pretty Um, sad. Best actress, Annette Bening, Nyad, what the (laughs) fuck? Lily Gladstone, (laughs) um, Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller, Anatomy of a Fall, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, and Emma Stone for Poor Things. Yeah. um, I would say cool for most of those. I think Annette Bening... (laughs) Um, was a bit of su- a surprise. People really are do not like Nyad, so everyone's kind of rooting against it. This is literally the same thing as last year with what's her face and to Leslie. Yeah. Uh-huh. To Leslie. I can't remember the actress's name. Either can I. Um, but uh, there's kind of a sneaker. Wait, sneaker? That's not what I want. A sneak attack. Yeah, like a sleeper. Sleeper. <laughs> like a sleeper sneak attack um, last year from the best actress category, and same here. And if you guys will note, Margot Robbie is not nominated for Best <laughs> for Actress Barbie. for Barbie, and everyone is kind of... The blondes are having a tough go of it today. <laughs> they are not okay. Check on a blonde if you see one. Gulp. Us. Gulp. Okay, us. But also, I do think I haven't seen... Well, I don't know. I like Margot and Barbie, but there were also a lot of people that could have taken that fifth spot. I do... It bugs me. I would have voted for Barbie, Barbie and Margot mm-hmm. for sure. But it's hard to say, like, suck it, Annette Benning without seeing Nyad. Yeah, although suck it, Annette Benning for Nyad. Although suck it. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's probably between Lily Gladstone and Emma Stone mm-hmm. for this. As much as I want Emma Stone to, to do well, because I love Emma Stone, I really need Lily Gladstone to win this. Not, I, I guess not just me, everyone probably. But. I will feel like really happy with either of them. If mm. anyone else wins, I'll be like, what a fuck? If Annette Benning wins, we're um, January 6th in her house. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Title of that, January 6th in her house. <laughs> January 6th in Annette Benning's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, we're going to have to make another Taps intro apology. <laughs> No, I stand by that. Yeah, okay. Who's Annette Benning? <laughs> Should we guess? I like have heard that name, I so know. I'm very familiar, but there are people screaming at us right <laughs> it's now. It's our parents. Uh-huh. Okay, Annette Benning. <laughs> Looking her up. American I Beauty, I haven't seen, but the score is amazing. I listen to the score all the time. Who is she in American Beauty? Carolyn Burnham. I don't know who that is. American I love American Beauty. That was just the top one um, listed on IMDB. Nyad. Annette Benning, come on. Let's do popul- sort by popularity. Soprano, a oh, one episode. Shut up. Oh, she plays the wife in American Beauty. Oh, okay. I know where I know her from. Captain Marvel as a supreme intelligence. Well, <laughs> supreme intelligence. Actually, she's Dr. Wendy Lawson, but it's the same thing. Hmm. Okay, well, I hope she doesn't win. <laughs> Okay, should we do actor in leading role? Um, we, we did. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. I meant um, supporting actor. 
Yes. You go for it. Okay. You have them up? Yeah, I will do that right now. Um, Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. I, no. Oh. Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon. Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. Ryan Gosling for Barbie. And Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Um, I just forgot. We didn't sort of say anything about Leonardo DiCaprio not doing getting Best Actor. Oh, yeah. Um, he had a pretty weak campaign because he actually had kind of hinted at and it was kind of confirmed that he's like, I don't want to be like super campaigning because I just want to talk about how awesome Lily Gladstone is. That's, that's Which cool. I'm like, that's sweet because she was so awesome. Mm-hmm. That's good to keep the focus there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, sorry. Back to the Best Supporting Actor. Um, yeah. This is crazy, and I'm mad, and I'll never, ever forgive the Academy for not nominating Charles Melton in Mm. May-December. If you have seen May-December, you know that's the best acting that's ever been acted. Wow. It is so amazing, and it's bullshit. That Sterling K. Brown is nominated for American Fiction, he didn't, like, no, that's not a performance that he should have been nominated for. And I like Sterling K. Brown, and I think he did... The best he could with that little role, but it wasn't like a role that did any. Like compared to Charles Melton, egg on my face. Damn. I'm so mad, you guys. And Mark Ruffalo too for poor things. He was really funny, but like, but the, the accent. But good. <laughs> but, yeah. but the accent was oh most of the time there. The accent was um, <laughs> definitely. Um, different and different from scene to scene. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, which made it funny, which maybe was the point, but also kind of like, what are we giving awards for here? Yeah. Um, the first, or I guess second Barbie nom that we have here is for Ryan Gosling. Yep. Um, which people have been really like, Ryan got nominated for Ken, but Barbie didn't get nominated in Barbie. And like, unfortunately... Like, I totally understand that. I understand the pain girls as a blonde. Uh, but, like, let's not shit on Ryan Gosling's, Gosling's Ken because he was incredible. Like, he should absolutely be nominated for that role. I think that is amazing. And I also think it's an important role to be nominated for because comedic roles are very rarely nominated. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see more of that happen. Except for Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> no, I, I agree. Because, yeah, people are saying it's hard to, like, um, say this should be nominated or this should have been nominated because then people go, well, you hate the people. Like, it's hard. Yeah. You can, we want, like, both and. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think Ryan Gosling was really good in that. He was kind of a really big standout, which is kind of just how the movie yeah. went. Uh-huh. Like, that he had a huge role and it was immensely funny. And he did great in it. And yeah, it may be about like feminism and stuff like that, but he did have a big role and was yeah. good in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, like separating the th- the theme of the movie, which unfortunately you have to do that. Like he, sh- yeah, he should be nominated. Mm-hmm. Let's use, I don't Some people are not using critical thinking on the internet. <laughs> Surprise. Many people. And it's a little, okay. Okay, ladies, I get it, I get it. Ladies! Ladies, okay. please. Speaking of ladies. Speaking of ladies, actress <laughs> in a supporting role. Um, Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Daniel Brooks for The Color Purple. America Fiera in Barbie. Uh, Jodie Foster for Nyad. And Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. 
Nayad strikes again. Yeah. People were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nayad. What the fuck? The swimming lesbians are on here? <laughs> I didn't know there were lesbians. I know. I I think. I saw someone say that on Twitter, and I didn't look anything up and believe. Well, Jodie Foster is in real life, so that mm-hmm. makes that makes sense if she well, wants to make that. If someone on the internet says that someone else is a lesbian, I it's, always believe them. <laughs> I've never not believed them. I would say, oh, okay, got it. <laughs> okay, locked. Locked. <laughs> I will not change my opinion about that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. There was a snub that I was like, oh, that's crazy. Actress in a supporting role. Oh, I would like to see one of the um, uh, May, December. I do think there's yeah. some interesting acting performances in that that I don't know if it would necessarily be supporting or if it would be lead role. Natalie Portman would probably be lead and um, Julianne Moore would Maybe be supporting, but she was awesome. I'm a bit surprised by America Fiera and Barbie. I don't know um, about that. That's just one that I'm kind of like, okay, interesting. Um, Divine Joy Randolph, that this is hers to lose from everything I've heard. I have mm-hmm. not seen the holdovers as stated earlier in the episode, but I heard she's awesome. Excellent. So we'll see. Um, Emily Blunt was obviously, we thought she was good in Oppenheimer. Yeah, she killed. Um, I haven't well, seen the color purple. No, and I'm wanting to see that. I know. I'm wanting to see it? a lot of things. <laughs> Shakes fist in the air. Yeah. Okay, I feel like we should talk about Best Director. Mm-hmm. And then oh, there is some other things I want to talk That's about. Fine. But um, Best Director, Justine Traye. Is it Trey? Tri- I don't know. Trier. 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 Yeah, I think that's it. Trier. Okay. Justine Trier, a woman. Anatomy a woman. of a fall. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon. Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. And Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. Now, this one is getting some fire on Twitter because Greta Gerwig is not Notably. nominated. Notably missing. Which this is the... She was nominated for Lady Bird. She wasn't nominated for Little Woman, but um, nuts. Shoot, yeah, because um, um, yeah, she obviously did great. She's she always does great work. She's one of the directors of our time, certainly. Yeah, I um, think yeah. I just I haven't seen Anatomy of a Fall and The Zone of Interest, so it's hard for me to say she should have been nominated over them. Um, so I'm not gonna say that. Until I have all the evidence for that. Mm-hmm. I think Scorsese, Nolan, and Lanthimos, like, that was a lock. That was not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. A- and I don't believe it should. Um, they're amazing directing performances. What's really frustrating to me isn't that, le- it's, like, yes, we only ever have one woman that's nominated. I, but that's not necessarily true, because in 2021... We had two women nominated for Best Director because um, it was Chloe Zhao for or The no Power Man of Land. the Dog. Oh. Or No Man Land. Oh, and then Jane and Champion. Jane Champion. for yeah. Or is it Jane Campion? Campion. Because we, uh, we, always, we always say, say the it joke. wrong. <laughs> um, Jane Campion. Jane Campion yeah. for Power of the Dog. Um, so that was cool. But that was kind of the only time that's happened. But what's frustrating for me is that women as directors – so rarely get huge budget films by big studios to make big, grand films. 
Mm. And like Greta Gerwig is getting the funds to doing that, to do that. And Barbie made over a billion dollars and it's nominated for eight different awards, including best picture. And it was groundbreaking in so many ways, not even box office wise, but I would just say like as a film, Mm -hmm. like there were so many techniques and little cool things that I was like, wow, this is very impressive. Like the vision behind this. And she's still not nominated. So I think that's just like, dang, like all the, like all the ingredients are there for this woman to be nominated and she still isn't. And like, I can't say that she should have been nominated over the other two people, especially and like, there's another woman who's nominated. So I think that's wonderful, but it's kind of like all the women who have been nominated and like, I don't have statistics about this, but like, I would assume I can't remember like a big box office film directed by a woman who has been nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we got one. Ah. Yeah. That's what's so frustrating for me. So nuts. Yeah. And I don't think it would be like a bad thing. Like don't other award shows have more than five nominees? Like mm-hmm. I don't think there's any hurt in nominating six. <laughs> <laughs> or something, you know, like, I, I, like yeah. we're just celebrating more. Still only one person can win, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I uh-huh. just think we might as Because it feels like there's a lot left out. And the way the nominations work, it's like, yes or no. Like, it's mm-hmm. binary. It's not like, yes, and then kind of like, maybe you would. we really liked it, but just didn't make the cut. Like, there's no way to, like, know that. I mean, there's yeah. a short list. But I, I do think that would maybe backfire on Greta Gerwin and Justine um, Trier because it would be like, oh, well, one of the women for sure got the sixth spot. Or it's kind of like, oh, dang. Didn't they, they updated one of the categories in recent years to include more. I think it was Best Picture. Yeah, there you didn't used to be 10. Uh-huh. Which I think is more fun now that there's yes, 10. Yes, I'm having a ball. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, but, yes, yeah, so that's unfortunate mm-hmm. for, for Gigi. For my girl. I also, like, I don't know. It's so typical Oscars that it's like, let's not, I don't know. The Oscars need to have fun. The Academy, please, if you're listening, have fun, you guys. Oh, Greta's an August Leo. Of course she is. <laughs> I feel, me and her are sisters I in that way. I was going to say, as an August Leo, you totally get it. <laughs> um, I was just looking up, because I think, I don't want to just, like, lie about this, but there's something that I... Read, so I'm trying to find the truth, <laughs> which we're not we're not always doing. No, um, I'm rarely speaking the truth. We're really into speaking the truth. Um, how many films has she done? Four. Um, three? I would say I, I know for sure th- at least three, but I can't remember if she directed Francis Ha or only starred in it. Okay, so it looks like she only starred, and she does have something from a long time ago. Um, but I was going to say, cause she's, uh, I think for her last three, Lady Bird, Little Women, Barbie, I don't know what this one from 2008 is. I think it might not have, it might be like an independent or something like that. Um, but she, all three have been nominated for best picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's so crazy. And then also to like still not get nominated, nominated for director. It's kind of like, I don't know. It just seems like. People literally don't think women's stories matter. They just do. 
Like, I do think it's kind of like, ugh, maybe if there were more bombs and Barbie, like, then we could take this shit seriously. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, not every. Maybe if Tom Cruise was in it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay. We'll stop belaboring that point. Yeah. You get it. You guys uh-huh. get it. I have two quick snubs I want to mention. Yeah. And then I, I kind of have, I don't know how many thoughts you have left. I have maybe one or two. Okay. Mine's about original score. <gasps> Me too, maybe. Okay, what the fuck's going on there? Um, Indiana, I'm sorry. We don't need to nominate John Williams for everything he does. He, that's his 84th nominee, and he is the most nominated person in history. I think him being nominated <laughs> over the Boy in the Heron soundtrack score, mm-hmm. score that's nuts. And Sp- Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? That score is crazy. Mm. Like, those are the two where I'm like, what the fuck, you guys? What do you mean? Yeah, I think um, (laughs) the only reason John Williams is alive is because he keeps getting nominated. It's kind of like his life force. (laughs) Once we stop nominating him, he'll pass away. Um, So please, please nominate him next year. Um, We did have him as a death prediction in 2023. We did. He made it. He made it Because he was nominated. (laughs) He's nominated. For death. For Fablemans. We got him. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> I haven't. Did you think the American Fiction soundtrack was good? No. <laughs> I can't I, tell you a beat from it. I was going to say, like, um, doesn't seem like one that would have anything crazy for a score. No. I'm, like, so confused. Like, the Oscars literally hate Spawn. They hate animation. <laughs> they do hate animation. That's they, true. And I'm not even the biggest Boy in the Heron fan. But, like, that movie is a masterpiece and maybe should have been nominated for Best Picture. Like, mm. I will say that. I will say that. That. F Maestro. F Maestro. We had room for Boy and Heron. Um, I think Oppenheimer makes, obviously, I'm a Ludwig Gornson stan, so that makes sense. Killers was very good soundtrack. Who did the yeah. Killers? Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I have to find this out. I hate when they don't put the composer, and I'm like, "Well, who was it?" Some, uh, some. Oh, oh no, he died. <laughs> <laughs> he died last year. <laughs> I was gonna say some guy. His name's Robbie Robertson. <laughs> oh no. Oh, he, you, he's gonna Robinson. be. He's gonna be late. Not too late, but in the in memoriam, he's gonna be yeah. later. Yeah, I believe that. But not too late because people don't know who he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> poor things. Who did that? Oh, it was. He's kind of a newcomer. He doesn't have a ton of credits, and his it's really mm-hmm. awesome. Um, I love that score. <laughs> Jerskin Fendrix. What? I've Such. never heard that before. This is his first thing. That sounds like a name of a pickle. And it's Jerskin. J E R Skin. <laughs> S-K-I-N. That pickle-ass name. And then <laughs> Fendrix with an X at the end. Whoa. Yes. Remember the name. Remember the name. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We we talked too much on that one. Okay. Wait. What was I going to say? I don't know. I think I was just going to say um, John Williams 84 of Nam. And I did. So cool. Yeah. Um, that's Actually, that's all I had to say, too. I feel like we should talk about original song. Oh, yeah. Because what were the snubs there? Can't Catch Me Now. Um, I think. What, is that the Barbie one? No, that's... 
um, Hunger Games. That's what Hunger Games. I was, I was thinking Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo song. I forgot she did that. Um, yeah. Oh, we have too many Barbie noms. Sorry. I can't find. Oh, there it is. We um, can't have two from the same movie, I feel. I don't know what the fire inside from Flame, Flame and, and Hot, Hot music, but apparently it's about Cheetos. No. That <sighs> Becky G. It's no. lyrics by Diane Warren and Becky G. <laughs> Diane <season>. Warren. <laughs> One thing about her, she's going to be nominated and lose every year. Like. Oh, my God. I'm shocked. What is going on? So Flame and Hot got nominated, but Camp Isn't Home couldn't be nominated? This From is, theater camp? We This is hell. <laughs> we are living in hell. What the fuck? <laughs> this makes no sense. Okay, no, that's crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so there's a lot of snubs for original song. Camp Isn't Home. I also think Dua Lipa... From Barbie? I, I know. That's you think like, over any no, of the others? No. From Barbie? I like I'm Just Ken and I like What Was I Made For? Better. Yeah. I think they're both. I don't think we need two. That's, we're a bit greedy. We're, I think my hot take is that we need both. And okay. And here's my hot take that I didn't come up with. I stole it from someone. If it's um original song, it can't be during the credits. That should not count. Ooh. I think it should be in the movie. Anyone can put any ass song over the credits. I agree with that. Um, I like that. I don't know if the Killers of the Flower Moon one was over the credits. If that one was, that's fine. You can stay. <laughs> but like, I, I think if that's the song that opened the film. Okay. Then, yeah. No, because like, otherwise it's like, song, you can attach anything at the end. Yeah. And it's... Like, because what was I made for was, was it in? Yeah, it was. It was in that scene. It was during the montage. That's what I thought. So then that one can stay too. I guess so can, I'm just Ken, but that's whatever. That's neither here nor there. Okay. Um, (laughs) And the Dua Lipa song that was also incorporated in the movie. (laughs) When when a movie's a musical and all the songs can be nominated. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Sweep. Um, Did you want to talk about screenplay at all? I just know, you know things about that. Um, No pressure, no pressure. I honestly... The only thing that is so stupid is Barbie is nominated for adapted screenplay because oh, they, they changed it. They wouldn't let her be nominated for original screenplay because Barbie's because IP. It was adapted from something, which is basically like Barbie, which I'm like the doll that can't speak. Like, what is she? Yeah. It's a totally original plot and storyline that isn't based off of anything. Like Oppenheimer yeah. is based off of a huge ass book and an actual bomb dropping. Like Barbie doesn't have a set plan storyline. Yeah, that's crazy. It's and so like annoying. Maestro, I'm sure there's a Leonard Bernstein bio- biography book. Mm-hmm. Oh, that could be based off that, no. Honestly, that is such a good point. I'm shocked that it's in original screenplay. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say my it's... Anatomy of a Fall will win original screenplay and adapted screenplay will probably be American fiction. Though with Barbie now and adapted, I don't I think it'll still be American fiction. It's the best screenplay. There you in go. In my opinion. <laughs> there you go. Um, cool. Visual cool. effects, Godzilla probably. Godzilla is nominated. I think that one will probably win. Who knows? I haven't seen. Okay, cool. Enough of that. Enough about the Oscars. 
Um, yeah, I think that's kind of all my Oscar thoughts. We'll oh, except for makeup and hairstyling, no Barbie nom there. So dumb. Get out of here. Like all the blondes had to be slightly pink because there was so much hot pink around the set that any sort of like normal color hair like wasn't working. Like they had to go through a million shades of blonde to find the perfect Barbie blonde. Shut up with not being nominated. Yeah, and I, I saw the. I'm sure you saw it too. I think um, Margo's talked about how her hair goes from like bigger and sort of Barbie fake yeah. to like more like a human hairstyle as the movie goes on as she becomes more normal and becomes mm-hmm. human. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Enough about the Oscars. We'll hear more about that later. Um, cool. Um, okay. Oof, that was 53 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel like I want to hear you talk about Iron Claw because we haven't talked about you seeing that. Oh. And I do want to see that. Do you feel like it should be nominated somewhere? I know we're not oh, talking about the Oscars anymore, yeah. but let's do it. Yeah, I forgot to say Zac Efron snub. Yeah. Um, I think he definitely could have been. That's where I think if we had like six nominees or something, like mm-hmm. we could celebrate more people. Um, I thought it was really, really good. Um it was really compelling. Um, um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know. I just had like a random thought. Um, I feel like I know what you were going to say. Um, <laughs> no, it was so good. So I think everyone should see it. It's really, really good. It's really, and it's based on a true story and it's very accurate. Like basically everything that happens happened. Um, they changed some things. Yeah, because they got rid of, rid of a brother. They got rid of a brother. Um, but they kind of merged the storyline with one of the others. Mm. Um, so everything was still sort of captured in that way. But uh, yeah, it was really good. Very moving. Um, Zac Efron's amazing in it. Um, I love him. And this is kind of the movie for fuck-ass haircuts. <laughs> what the hell is going on? I... I'm thinking about getting micro bangs. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> this is just a moment that I'm thinking of this very second. Twin with Zach Efron. Does he have micro bangs? He kind of has like a bang moment. Kinda I would a blunt love. Cut. Yeah, I would love to have bangs, but my forehead's my best part. Shoot. Damn. Yeah, I can't cover that up. Though I do a visit at the moment. Don't look, you guys. <laughs> Me too, but it's on my nose. Can't cover that up with a bang. Oh, yeah, that is too bad. I could cover it up with a Violet, um, Violet Parr bang from The Incredibles. <laughs> yes. You know, she has one eye covered. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Um, which I guess is just hair. It's not a bang. Okay. <laughs> what next? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, you should uh, see it. So, anyways. Can I talk about other things I've been watching? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Legends. Please watch this show. I am begging you. It is so good. Jason, are you caught up? Um, I'm one ep behind. Okay. The ep. Most recent. The most recent episode is the best episode. Okay. I can't wait. I wasn't crazy about episode six. Is that the one before? Yeah. That's the the Lotus Casino. Yeah. Yeah. And and like me not being crazy about it means that it's still like, it was a 9.9 out of 10. (laughs) Um, these children who play these characters are so talented and I'm, 
thank God this television show came out when I was an adult and have like a fully formed brain. Because if I was a child, I would not have made it through school. <laughs> because it would have been the only thing, it would have consumed my entire being. Like mm. I would not have made it out. <laughs> oh, thank God. Because Persebeth is doing me in. You know what's so scary? Mm. This I know how this slow burn goes. <laughs> I'm going to be th- 35 by the time they kiss. That's not okay. <laughs> no, you gotta go so fast because uh, what's his face is Walker? Like so tall. He's so tall now. <laughs> he used to be like the same height as Annabeth, and now he's like a head taller than her. And I'm spooked because, like, at the end, I at the end he's back at camp, so they bookend the series by him being at camp, leaving on the quest, mm. coming back to camp. That's not a spoiler. Get over it. <laughs> I'm worried that he's gonna be baby again because you know how he was so sure. I think, I think, and that's what happened actually. Shot up in the first Harry Potter, the the last scene of the film is what they shot first. Which I guess I don't know if he also at the beginning looked young, but anyways, so they kind of end when he looks young, so you kind of forget how much he grew. Oh yeah. So then when you kind of go into the next one, you go whoa. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that fun fact. Whatever. Well, I kind of made up the second part, but it's kind of my experience. Okay. Ooh. Um, okay. Other. I know I'm like really saying that I've only seen the best things I've ever seen in my entire life, <laughs> but I mean that. I've been watching Attack on Titan. And you never believe I watched first app. Pilot. Shut up. <laughs> like two days ago. Jason, I'm <laughs> gagging. This is me gagging. <laughs> I never thought in a million years you would ever watch. Oh, no. Sometimes I like something a little fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Not like fucked up, but you know, it's like okay. very out of left field. Yeah. Jason, it gets so beyond crazy. It is one of the best television shows I've ever seen. Mm, like I like a high concept. Oh, you don't, like, you're gonna, if you stick with it, which God, I hope you do, <laughs> it is beyond crazy what happens because you will never guess what is going to happen <laughs> like there's nothing that will prepare you for the bat shittery that goes down <laughs> like i think like game of thrones looks is child's play compared oh. to this show oh <laughs> uh, well, um, what do you think of first app was it for you um yeah i thought it was really cool i like like i said i like a high concept i love world building when they go here are the three walls. Uh, mm. Yes, exactly. They've all got a name. And they've <laughs> all got a little pretty picture. Sina, Maria, and Rose Maria. Um, oh, wait, no. Rose and Maria. Oops. Whatever. Whatever. Um, and then they're like, here's how far apart they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. The only hard part is when it's like a subtitled thing, you can't have it on. You've got to be dialed in. Yeah, but it's dubbed over. I listened oh, to the dub. Oh, the dub. Okay, yeah. I hadn't listened. To, I listened to the sub, oh. which is the subtitle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. Which is kind of like the purest way to do it, but I'm rat. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rat girl. Um, but no, it was really cool. Yeah. Super spooky. Yeah. The giant ones. I was like, <gasps> oh. Okay, for those of you that are like, what are you talking about? Fine, I'll explain. So Attack on Titan is an anime show. If you've never seen anime, this is actually like a great beginner's anime okay perfect yeah besides avatar the last airbender which isn't anime yeah not super anime really adjacent yeah i would say it's anime adjacent um but it's about the city this place where they 
all they have all these walls to keep these titans out and these titans are like these giant humanoid creatures that look like humans but are kind of like it's uncanny valley a little spooky they're a little spooky and basically they just want to eat people like you don't know why or where they're from or what their deal is but all of a sudden we just had titans everywhere and they were just trying to eat everyone mm. and so the show starts where the walls are falling down and all these titans are breaking in and eating people. And yeah. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> and it's gross watching them getting eaten. Yeah. The first one, they kind of give it to you, like, you know, shock and awe on the first app. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah. Anyways. Uh-huh. It's slow to start. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Season three is crazy. There's only four seasons. I have, I'm going to finish it on Friday. Oh. I have a plan. I'm watching two episodes up until Friday. <laughs> because I oh, I'm like listening to podcasts about the show. Okay, <laughs> we have to get over it. And then, okay, can I say one more thing and then shut up? Sure. I'm also watching The Traders. Oh, yes. Which is a really interesting television show. It's very, very good if people are looking for like some sort of strategy reality television show. I would love to be on the traders. Mm. Let me add them. It's basically mafia, but they have all these people from all these different reality television shows. So you have like your survivor people playing against housewives, mm-hmm. which is just buffoonery. Yeah. That's really funny. And this for season two. Yeah. Season two. It's on Peacock and I highly recommend there's only four episodes out. Oh, nice. I was thinking of trying to start that. It's um, good. I think you would like it. Just because on Lost Culture, they were saying it's, (laughs) they like to speak in hyperbole, but they were saying it's the best thing you can watch. (laughs) Okay. It is really good. Um, I'm watching Australia right now, and that's cutthroat. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really fun. Um, I've been loving the poverty um, videos, (laughs) the compilations (laughs) of her. Her just face where she's, I don't know what she's, if that's her, her resting face or if She's just thinking, but it's kind of a scowl with mouth open. Oh. And looking around, like squinted eyes. I have so many pictures saved for reactions. <laughs> they crack me up. And they do this amazing, the score is so good. Because they'll have poverty, like quickly look to the left, like, and then they'll do like a dun. Like a sting. Yeah. <laughs> That's so it's funny. all the time. You're like, oh God, parv. Yeah, so shout out to her. Yeah, I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> I just love the... <laughs> yeah. And that's me doing the face, you guys. You can't see, but I'm doing the, the Parvati face. Look it up. Look up Parvati, Parvati Shallow Trader's face. I'm yeah. sure it'll come up. Oh, the best one is when her ear is pressed against the door. Like, she's trying yeah. to listen. <laughs> Which is kind of almost like doing, like, a, a cunty face with, like, with the Botox. Yes. And you can't, like, fully... <laughs> like, her eyes are, like, really squinted. Her lips kind of go slack, like... it's like a stank face like how does she do that and she's like not trying legends you can't see but we've been doing this face back and forth for the entire time um shout out to traders okay cool um what else okay i do i'm not sure where we're at for time but did you want to like update people on your world travels because you've been um, taking so many trips and doing so many fun holiday things. Oh, yes. Um, 
Oh, yes, I love books. Um, that was, what did she say? I always forget Matilda. I've got to look that up so I can lock it in because I always say, <laughs> I always get confused. You always say, and then you say, wait, is that it? Because it's, oh, I love to read. Oh, it, yes, I, I love, love books. To read. I don't remember. Oh, I love books. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, well, I guess I've just been to Palm Springs Desert um, in California. Fun. Um, Eric and I did some escape rooms. You did? <laughs> yeah, just the two of us. Uh, just the two of us. The three of go? us did one in Chicago. Yeah, and you're hooked. Fun. Well, you've done them I've, before, but. But it was it was really fun. I need to get back into my escaping. You're escaping. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Did you escape? We escaped both. So we did We did two from the same place. Um, es- the escape games at the river, I think it's called. So go to there. Shout out to them. Jason, can you tell the legends how many escape rooms have you done? This is a fun fact about Jason that you need to use this as your fun fact. Which in my brother and I were talking about it because he's also my brother, Eric. Legend Eric. Where is the... I have a notes app. Um, what the fuck? Um, but we were also talking about the number because he's probably done the same. So it's 30 escape rooms now. Um, <laughs> so amazing. Which is like, oh, shout out to Peyton. He just texted us. <laughs> My coworker Peyton. Um, oh, the Big Northeast Bar Crawl. <laughs> you guys, if you're going to the Big Northeast Bar Crawl, we might be there. <laughs> yeah, there. Um, so I've done 30, we've done 30 of them, which is actually, if you th- break it down, it's like been since maybe 2016 or 2017. So it's really like once a quarter, which is not, doesn't seem like a whole lot, but <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. That's... I- he also has a list of all the places he's escaped from. Well, and that's also partly to like not accidentally do an, another one because yeah. they're not too cheap. It's between thirty and forty bucks per mm-hmm. person for for one hour, which obviously is expensive. Um, and you wouldn't want to do one and be like, "Oh, Frank, I've literally done this one," <laughs> and then no, get out really fast. Um, but yeah, and then so then we've done a lot in the Twin Cities. So then whenever we travel, we kind of try to see. If there's one to do there, because it's obviously different. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of hooked. It was, it was, we had a lot of fun. That yeah. was fun. The ones at the Mall of America, the escape game, I think are, I don't want to say the best, but I they're kind of like, for me, the gold standard of uh, escape room okay. companies. Um, they're just very well done. Some are like very keys and locks and um, code combinations, very tactile. And then some, like at the Mall of America, it's like, place these things and something unlocks. You know, it's more automated or yeah. a little more uh, than just a room with locks in it. And they mm-hmm. kind of theme it really, uh, really well. So they're legends. I think I'm going to go and I'll report back. Perfect. Or we can go together. Well, you probably escaped from everything. There's the probably some left. At the Mall of America, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um. Okay. That's so fun. Cool. Um, I went to Disney World. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm obsessed with that mouse, you guys. Oh, Mickey? Mickey? No. Mickey and I are Wait. like... Sorry, besties. no, please. No, please. I was going to say, did you get to Fantasmic or whatever? I just thought... Like, he's no, because there was a tornado. Shit. Yeah. A tornado got me when I was in Disney. The I was one day... Literally, we did Disney in one day. 
we were we had planned to be at Disney World for 15 hours straight. Yeah, when you had said that to me, I was like, what the fuck? And we would have been there for 15 hours straight. We were going to we were there when it opened from when rope, rope drop cut, rope drop. Well, actually, we were there an hour before, before rope, rope drop, drop because <laughs> so you could get front row. Well, we kind of we kind of messed up the time in a bit, but that's okay. <laughs> So many time change. Oh. Whatever. Yeah, it's so <laughs> true. We had jet lag. Uh, um, we were there at Rope Drop. We were the first people, front, first cart, you got Rocky Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> barricade at Rocky Mountain. Barricade at Rocky. Um, and then, okay, Jason, like a tornado came towards the end. And you know what I had planned at the end? Star Wars. Star Wars World. Mm. I was so Galaxy's Edge. If Galaxy's you will. Edge. I was so disappointed. We couldn't go on any of the rides. We barely made it to the cantina for our reservation, where which was very cool. But we were like everyone was leaving the park, and Lily and I had our umbrella completely sideways, <laughs> like pushing against the wind. Oh, <laughs> and Lily. <laughs> oh, Lily. Oh, the worst of us. She ran through the puddle, like this massive lake, <laughs> like flood zone. Mm. And she got soaked. Like, I'm not kidding. The puddle probably would have gone up to like oh, my shin. Like no. well over Lillian. high socks. <laughs> Shoot. So she was so grumpy. <laughs> she actually, it was fine. She was fine. But yeah, we couldn't do anything and they canceled Fantasmic. And we were like the only ones in the park. And I was like, we oh should probably God. leave. No, rip. I know, rats. Well, you'll have to go back to do the, I can't even think of what it's called now. Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, I wanted to do Rise of the Resistance so bad. Um, it is notorious for breaking down, so. Oh, bitch. But. Whatever. Um, so I want to do that. And so we went to Magic Kingdom. We went to Hollywood Studios, as said. And then we went to Epcot. <laughs> That's crazy that you went to three. It was perfect. I couldn't imagine doing it any other way. <laughs> we did all the best things. Yeah, yeah. We went so hard. It was crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It was a magical day until it wasn't. God damn. Just imagine if you had the Fantasmic. Oof. I know. I have to go back. I'm a Disney adult now. Okay. And see, I feel that way too. I like theme parks. Yeah. I'm too. not going to be fighting people to get the exclusive merch in that way. Some yeah. people do that. Mm-hmm. I like the rides. I, I like, like theme parks. I like the rides too. Um, I am wearing my necklace that has Winnie the Pooh on it, but it's a very cute little dainty little poo bear, little which is poo kind bear. of like my style as a Disney adult. Subtle. Yeah. Subtle. Um, though Lily and I did wear matching outfits. Well, when you're there. Well, when in Rome, of course. Jason, they had the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Oh, yeah. Did you go? It, uh, it was the coolest thing I've ever done. Okay. Like, not to rub it in your face. No, that's actually way cooler than this, the Star Wars one, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I haven't sure. seen it. I haven't been on it, but it's right it's here. It's incredible. It's like, because <gasps> I love Space Mountain. I'm a Space Mountain girl. Because I love to be in the dark. And <laughs> so it's like Space Mountain, but crazy time. Mm. So it's like you're in the dark for most of it, but then you'll be like this big flashing light. And then all of a sudden you're like zooming around the moon. Oh, man. I'm excited. I need to go back. Yeah. 
will take me with because I have unfinished business. <laughs> with the mouse. At Mouse HQ. <laughs> Bob. I'm not happy, Bob. Not <laughs> Happy. You took Bob Iger, the CEO. Yes. Most severe Bob. Most severe Bob. Could be. Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. Cool. Wow. It's so nice to catch up. Catching up. Um, we had. We actually got some mail. Oh. Buried the lead. Okay. Whoa. What is today? 24th we've getting we're getting in mail as we speak we got something in yesterday (laughs) okay um our first wait what is going on here okay sorry so okay our first email is from uh shout out um hopefully it's okay to read this out loud lauren but we're gonna be reading this lauren sitzman slay um, chimes in with this. Okay, here we go. I was going to explain further, but I think the email is it will self-explain. Okay. Um, hi, Elena and Jason. I'm a new fan of Narcissist Talking and love listening. My sister, Anna Kay, played it for me in the car, and then the podcast became a common uh, conversation topic at Christmas festivities yes. with the extended family, including Josh. Josh, you cannot escape us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't wait for the Legend Awards of 2023. I'm also a Benny. Oh, shout out. OMG. And we'll make everyone on campus listen too. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Um, okay, here we go. Anyways, I have a, uh, I have a question for both of you. Uh, what was the media that defined your middle school experiences? Cordially, Lauren. Oh my gosh. Whoa. That's such a good question. Okay, I would say... I should have maybe prepped this, given you this before, but I didn't, and I didn't even think about it either. The media that defined my middle school experience, it's hard because, like, there's so many, like, to make one defining. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what years was I in middle school. Yeah. I have to say Gravity Falls. Okay. Gravity Falls is, it's one of my favorite shows, and it also felt like a show that felt very personal to me because it was, like, the first time where I felt like, and even though it was on Disney, like, people weren't watching it. And so I was like, no, but this is, like, my thing that I really, really like. And I felt like before then I was watching, like, Hannah Montana and iCarly, and it was, like, monoculture. Yeah. And Gravity Falls. And it also was, like, an investigative mystery. And I would, like, take notes, and I had, like, all these theories oh. about this show. Which really set me on a path of being like really annoying and being obsessed with those type of shows. Sure. A la Attack on Titan. <laughs> and it really like, I don't know. I think it's like when you're in middle school, you don't think cartoons are cool anymore. Mm. But I was like, this is a cartoon. I absolutely am eating it up, you guys. So that might have been, been mine. Okay. No, that's good. I'm trying to think of. So I'm 13. Like spring of 13 would have been eighth grade. So then that's like first bit of 2013, 2012 would have been eight and seven. 2011 would have been seven, six. And then 2010 a little bit. Um, What was going on at that time? I like don't know. I think I feel like high school. Well, high school musical is kind of monoculture. Yeah, I think we were a little young still 
High School Musical. Because when was High School Musical 2? Uh, I want to say we were like... 2007. Oh, that yeah. was way earlier. Huh. Okay. I... Is this is like a huge, I'm I'm gonna do some investigation after this because I yeah. think I need some time to figure this out because I can't. <laughs> it's like a black hole of the dark ages. Um, <laughs> what was going on then? Well, was there like a musical artist or something? Like maybe not so much television. I don't like have records. At least like I didn't use Spotify. Spotify wasn't existent back then, yeah. so like I can't totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, what that the was heck? during my. Nicki Minaj phase, which I've never outgrown. Wow. Yeah, I need to investigate this further. Mm-hmm. Okay, put it. Coming back to this, definitely. Thank you, Lauren, for sending that in. Yes, thank you, Lauren. Welcome to the Legend Fam. Happy to have you. The water's warm. Oh my gosh, it's so warm. <laughs> um. Okay. And then <laughs> we have another email from her sister. Slay. Um. Came down in a bubble, Doug. That's what I was thinking of. (laughs) Her sister was a witch. You know that video. If you know, if you've been on the internet, you know that video. Um, Okay, so Anna Kay says, um, the people are hungry for narcissism. (laughs) (laughs) When was it sent? Yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So your prayers have been answered. Um, She says, I'm pissed at the Oscar nominations. Sorry, I'm giving some inflection here. Perth. We need the Narcissist Talking Legend Awards to make up for this horrific attempt at understanding culture from the Academy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you got your fill. Um, well, we, we need to still do the Legend Awards. Oh. To, to remediate. Of course. The, the horrific hole in culture yeah. appreciation. And spoiler alert for the Narcissist Talking Legend Awards... They do, we do get it right. We do yeah. get it right. This is the only award show that we can promise you is 100% accurate and reflects our culture. Um, right. And indefinitely, not just in this moment in time. No. It, this will... <laughs> in perpetuity. Will, in perpetuity, it will not age wrong at all. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> it's like aged too far as we speak. We've missed the window. <laughs> we already had to apologize to Simone, but... <laughs> Um, LOL LOL Um, Oh you know what voicemail I should play From your dad (laughs) Shout out to legend My dad sent me an 8 minute voice message 8 minute Oh wait sorry 8 seconds Okay I was like oh wait are you scrubbing through this (laughs) Okay Okay, Sorry I'm being like so silly right now Um, Okay here we go We're back Okay, you can't nominate your sister for the worst legend. What the heck is up with that? (laughs) That is so perfect. So perfect. (laughs) No notes. So Um, sorry to Lillian. Anything you need to address about that? No, I stand (laughs) by it. It. She is a hundred percent in the running for worst legend. (laughs) The nominees are Josh, Michelle Obama, and Lillian. (laughs) We stand. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You heard it here. First and second. First and second. Um. Okay. Cool. So um, cool. Is there anything else? Uh, anything else? Anything else that we want to talk about? Um, vote for the poll. Otherwise, yeah. we can go into not the poll. Sorry. Um, 
the awards. awards. Um, otherwise, we can go into um, Ally and Nemesis, or Nemesis yeah. and Ally. I like it. Did you want to talk about Drag Race at all? Pe- oh. our, our legends don't care, but we do. Yeah, and this is our podcast and all. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we should can, talk about we Drag can Race. We speak on, on... You guys, buckle in. We're at 120, and now we're starting the Drag Race discourse. <laughs> drag Race. Um, so... We've had three episodes thus far. Who's your fave? Who are my faves? Faves or think faves to win? Because I feel like it's kind of different. Okay. Well, let's do first our favorite and then who we think will win. Okay. Oh, one favorite only? Well, favorite. Okay, cool. So This is our podcast. (laughs) I'm like, what are the rules? (laughs) I need to know the rules. Um, Okay. Um I like Nymphy Wind a lot. Obviously, after recency bias, she did really well in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Dawn a lot. Yeah. Um, even just as like um, the commentary. Um, plain Jane, <laughs> I I like. Um, she's been kind of um, what is it, out of pocket, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of how they are. But I think she missed the the social cues of being a, kind. She kind of messed it up with the latest um, untucked, untucked. But um, I like Q a lot. What are the others? Sephira Cristal. I don't know. I'm liking a lot of the queens. Yeah, I like a lot. Of Mirage. I actually like Mirage yeah. a lot, and I don't think she'll. I think she'll go pretty far. I think she'll be kind of well. Anitra, obviously, they're sisters. Um, but she. Oh, um, I didn't know that. And they kind no of wonder. have a similar eye thing. And she says. Anitra and her song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Name drops. Okay. Um, I thought they were mother-daughter, but they're sisters. Um, so I think she could get, like, pretty far. And she once she gets into the lip-sync circle, game over for whoever she's against. It's game over. The Swiffer of Los Angeles. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. <laughs> Los Angeles, girl. Um, okay, wait. Who, who are you enjoying? Yeah, I like Mirage. I think... Her talent show is so great. Yeah, I've watched it hundreds of times. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> need to learn the choreography. Exactly. Um, I like plain Jane. Sue yeah. me. Sue me. All right. All <laughs> right. Hands up. Who likes plain Jane? Oh, just me. Just us. <laughs> Lock us up. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I like a queen that wears a big breastplate. <laughs> okay. Sue me. Big boobs. Big boobs. Anyways. Anyways, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, I think she's, I like her and I want villains to win. Yeah. I need that in 2024 for myself. This is my villain year. It actually is. And it's kind of my, I'm more of, am I kind of in my Bambi year? Oh. Where I'm just kind of little doe, little doe. <laughs> Anyways, um, who else like <laughs> Nymphia wins? And Dawn, I like, oh, I like Tsunami Muse. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I like Tsunami, and I like Q, but there's something about Q that isn't quite there for me, where I'm kind of like, uh, like you are really talented, and I see that, but I'm missing the it. Oh, that's fair. And actually, did you watch the sneak preview of this next week? No. She's kind of a little um, salty about the latest challenge. Um, mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, that might make me like her more. Oh, you really? I kind of want, I think I'm missing character from okay. her. Something. Give me something. Give me something to work with, Q. <laughs> uh, but who do you think's going to win? Um, I think 
Nymphia is in the running. Safira Crystal. Um, I don't... Wait, who's Safira Crystal? She's the opera singer. Oh, my gosh. That's who I thought Tsunami Muse was. Oh, no. Tsunami Oops. Muse is uh, Candy Muse. She had, like, the boombox and she... A little bit of a lisp. Oh, no. I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Gorgeous BBL, though. Isn't it crazy? Beautiful, beautiful gowns. Gorgeous gowns. Gorgeous gowns. <laughs> beautiful gowns. What's the... Like, I'm not judging anyone who gets a BBL, but... Oh, you're thinking of Shorty. Little Shorty. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, Morphine Love Dion. Oh, yeah, you're right. I like her. I think she's going to go pretty far, actually. I don't think so. Mm, I think just because she... I don't. I think the her. acting challenges are gonna get her. No, I guess I don't think she's very talented. <laughs> so I guess I take that back. Yeah. I think as a personality, she's. Yeah. I like her a lot. She is engaging for sure. She's because on the last episode she said, um, "Oh, I've I I know of her. I've seen her perform. I've given her a dollar." <laughs> that was that so was funny. So funny. Um, sorry, I'm googling. I just googled BBL health risks. Okay, oh, oh we no. have to move on. Save that, this. save that for this. <laughs> new tab, new tab. Title of F, F PBL health risks. That's no. good, that's good. <laughs> they have to wait. People are turning it off before we get to uh, Drag Race and they're going to miss that. Um, um, write us a letter if you're watching Drag Race. I'm sure it's maybe one. Yeah, um, but let us know. But it'll, it's a really great season. I yeah. I've been seeing stuff where people are saying like, um, from the cast and not from the cast that like any of these queens in their own season would have been the villain of their season, but they're all together Yeah, and they're pretty catty and usually lighthearted. Um, and sometimes it cuts deep and that's kind of the point. And, yeah. um, but they're all kind of doing that together. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. Even like the angels, like the ones that they're editing to be like the good guys, like I'm thinking of Don, I'm like, you're saying shady shit. Yeah, everyone in all the, because they do like cast promo interviews and stuff, everyone's saying that Dawn is the meanest. And I'm like, okay, when is it going to come out? That's crazy. Um, that is so crazy. Nice. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I think we can move on to... Nemesis and Ally. Nemesis and Ally. Oh, before we do, can I just say one thing? Mm, yes. I'm reading Fourth Wing, which is the new It book. Yes. It's about dragon riders and a dragon riding academy, and it's so good. So if you all are looking for a new book to be, like, totally obsessed with and being sucked in, and if you're a fantasy girl, this is it. Just to let you know that this is it. This is it. You heard it here first. Gatekeeping this. Yeah. But gatekeeping it and saying we found it first, you can still enjoy it. Yeah. So fourth wing, I don't know who the author's name is. Something, something. Sure. Certainly. Yeah. Okay, I am going to make you go first for Nemesis okay. and Ally. I didn't come up with a recent Nemesis, but I'm looking at my list, and I've got this really long one um, um, that I wrote out a long time ago. <laughs> um, okay, this is kind of niche. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, when people say they can't read music... This is sort of specifically when somebody me. is like in music. This happens a lot. Or like you're in choir is a common example because 
in a, in an instrument you do need to sort of read music, but if it's like singing, I guess basically. Um, here, I'll just read what I wrote here. Yes, you can. People think just because they don't know what letter it corresponds to that they can't read music. That's not how music works. Not entirely how music works. You only need to know if it goes up or down, especially for singing. You can figure out the rest. Most people don't know the, what the note on the page sounds like without hearing it anyways. Like, oh. like when you're reading it, people are like, oh. You're like, oh, you must know what that sounds like. It's like, no. I can guess, but I have no clue. Like, up, bigger up, smaller down sort of thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, then I can totally read music. Exactly. I think most people, yeah, just don't. I, I went to a lot of church growing up. Oh, yeah. So those books. Those were hymnals? They, yeah. The, hymn, the gather hymnals, the red bound leather one. You, <laughs> you know, know the, the one. They used to be green, but now they're red. <laughs> I don't know if they switched over. I don't go to church anymore. Um, but yeah. you can't make me. <laughs> you better try. <laughs> um, so anyways, that's my nemesis is that actually you can read music. Oh. You don't need to know what letter, it, unless you're playing a physical instrument. You don't need to know what the letter is. I think your nemesis was actually very helpful. Yes, yeah, so now more people say, oh, yeah, I can read music. Oh, so there, you guys. Chin up. <laughs> Chin up if you're a singer only. Okay, I have my nemesis of the week. Okay. Um, Instagram won't let me DM celebrities anymore. Travesty. This social media protection has gone too far. Because <laughs> Why? Like, I go to DM Timothy Chalamet like I do. As you are wont to do. As I am wanting to do. And they say, oh, like, let me let me pull it up because, okay, I'm now at Jacob Elordi because I, December 31st at 9.36 p.m., I said, hey, we should talk in the new year. And then. Crickets. Well, it says invite sent. <gasps> you can send more messages after your invite is accepted. Okay. Well, I'm having like a lot of rapport with Timothy Chalamet because I sent him Merry Christmas, Timothy, on December, well, December 24th. (laughs) (laughs) Almost got it. He's like, I can't send him any more DMs. Damn. I've been DMing him since 2020, May 1st, 2020. Wow. And it's just gone. This is the end of an era. Damn. Instagram. It's honestly really annoying. Mark Zuckerberg. I I wasn't causing any harm. I was just saying things. I was actually being very supportive and kind and cute. Yeah. Although I'm sure there's many, many people uh, who are doing the opposite. Well, Jason, I don't care about them. And you shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Take that. Another reason the haters win. (laughs) God dang. Okay, whatever. Okay. Tell us something good. Tell us an ally. <laughs> Tell us an ally. We don't have a new sound effect, so yeah, sorry. We do. Maybe we should just randomize our sound effect. Is that? I always say it's random, and then I always pick the exact one that I'm thinking of. Like maybe the sparkle one could be cute. We're on. Um, let's do so. Sec bank two is like the, the quotes. Okay. So we'll we'll get a quote. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay, my ally is Toast Era. No, you shut up! Don't talk to me! Don't talk to me, criminal! <laughs> okay. 
What was that from? That was from Transformers, which is on my Make Elena watch list. Oh my god, I do need to watch that. Um, uh, Toast Era. I th- I'm on the precipice of, of starting Toast Era, which is where you realize how good toast is. Butter toast. <laughs> Bread is in. <laughs> Bread is so back. Because I just had some with my chicken, and I was like, oh, now hold on. I got to have another piece of this. <laughs> And put another one in the toaster and had two pieces of toast. Because sometimes you forget. You go, this is amazing. Breaded breaded butter? No. Breaded butter? Well, I'm there. Well, I'm putting bread on butter on my bread, yeah. It's so good. You can't go wrong. You can't. It's kind of like when you're sick and you have toast and you go, what? (laughs) This is delectable. Oh, it's the best thing. I was sick recently. But I actually. Did you have toast? I was about to say no, but I but I did. I had toast. <laughs> exactly. I, and it was probably really good. Wow. Yeah. In in the olden days, they used to bloodlet in order to to get well when they're sick. Now it's toast, <laughs> butter toast. In twenty twenty four, toast out bloodletting. <laughs> You guys, if you're sick, don't put a bunch of leeches on for a while. That's not going to help. Title of app, out bloodletting. <laughs> oh, my God. We get banned for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, we said it was out. We're telling you not to. Okay, um, what is your ally for this week? My ally for the week is my heated blanket. <gasps> oh, brother, this guy stinks. Okay. Who did that? My heated blanket is actually excellent. But not sure about that. Oh, you guys, my apartment is so cold because I live in a bricked up building. Oh, it's bricked up. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, uh, so big move. <laughs> okay, yeah, I live in a brick building, which means it's all the temperature is so fickle because it's either really hot or really cold. And right now it's really cold. And so oh. you guys, literally I can't and my couch is by the window. So I if I'm sitting on my couch, I have to have my heated blanket. Oh yeah. And thank God I have a heated blanket because she is my number one supporter through wow. everything. I shout my dad for getting my heated blanket to me for Christmas. Nice. So good. Mm. Yeah. Where would I be without her? Um, and you can't go wrong there. No. Um, okay. And I've just realized there's one thing we didn't talk about. Okay. I know what you're going to say. SNL? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Last week's SNL with Jacob Elordi and Renee Rapp. This, you manifested this. I k- kind of. Because you have what? a list of SNL guests or something. I yeah. forget what you wrote down. Uh-huh. SNL guests that I really want to see. And Jacob Elordi. Actually, yeah, it was Jacob Elordi and Renee Rapp I wanted. And I wanted Timothy Chalamet. And I wanted Boy Genius. And I wanted Ayo Debri, who just got announced with J-Lo. Which at first I was like, what? And then I gave it two seconds of thought and said, that's going to be incredible because J-Lo low-key can't sing. And not that I can sing better than J-Lo, but I'm pretty sure she's like, is like lip sync queen. And SNL is like 
one of the worst places to oh, perform. Yeah. I think I read that SNL curse. So I just hope, I hope it's kind of bad. You're wishing for her doom? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not taking that energy. I don't, yeah, no, I can't wish for another queen's faldom. Faldom. Well, exactly. Faldom. I'll think about that. <laughs> um, but anyways, anyways. We, we really enjoyed, um, no, I don't actually care much for J-Lo either. Not like I don't like her, but I'm kind of like, oh, indifferent. Um, her new movie? Did you see the trailer for that? What the fuck is from the soul of Jennifer Lopez. You guys what? have to. If you want to see something bonkers, batshit crazy, watch the trailer for the Jennifer Lopez movie, This Is Me. Or what is it? It's got like a weird title. Yeah, it is so strange. But it's, you guys, it's crazy. It's every genre and no genre. It's a musical. There's a scene where they're kind of in the boiler room of the Titanic. Um it's conceptual, but then it's also sketch, but then it's also uh-huh. actually about her being a sex addict. Yeah. And then it's like <laughs> maybe biopic, but maybe not. And it's like a rom-com truly, but there's sci-fi for sure. <laughs> it is so bizarre. It's and so bizarre. It's going to be insane. And I, and I do believe it will be bad. I do believe it will be bad. And that's kind of exciting for me. <laughs> the downfall. The faldom. <laughs> if you will. Um, okay, the SNL. I thought it was really good. Um, I don't know if Jacob Elordi is... He didn't really get to show off his comedic chops as much. Yeah. But I think he did very well in like the sketches. And the sketches were funny. Almost one note where it's kind of like, he's tall. Yeah. He's attractive. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but I, don't, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I have all the same notes as you do. I still enjoyed it too. I almost liked him. I really liked him in the previews for SNL. Like, <laughs> and I liked him in the one they cut, the Please Don't Destroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was funny in that. And, well, my favorite sketch was the the last one with Bo and Yang dressed as the oh. Stewie guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Garrett from Hinge. Garrett from Hinge. <laughs> oh, it's Speaking funny. of Fever Dream. Yeah, and Renee Rapp was... Phenomenal. Crazy, crazy good. Uh, we kind of, actually, I feel like this is so silly, but I'm like, we kind of called Renee Rapp early on this podcast being like, huge, huge star after Mean Girls comes out. Yeah. Uh-huh. We said it, we talked about it extensively in the Lauren Cullen episode. Oh, yeah. Cullen really was the one that said, hear, hear. Hear this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Good things happen to good people. <laughs> Shout out to Renee Rapp. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Wow. That's kind of the end of our episode. That's kind of the end of our episode. <gasps> Can I... I don't know if you have a song to take us out. No, what are you thinking? There's a song that I want to listen to. It's my new favorite song that I hear on TikTok. Bear with us for the reach. I got it. You've probably heard it. Well, you follow me, so you have heard it. Oh. I've been posting TikToks again. Um, oh, my gosh. Wait. You have the Attack on Titan album? There's the final season song? 
which is a screamo song for the <laughs> it is so it goes so crazy it's so good <laughs> i was trying to look up the theme song and i was like why well, only listen to, i only watch one episode i don't remember which one's the theme song anyway oh my gosh the last one's okay i do need to play like this isn't the song i want to end on <laughs> okay but oh my god that scared me <laughs> sorry to everybody in their cars It has, I don't want to say, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say in the Hall of the Mountain King um, uh, sample because it's not, you but it, it feels a, a little bit, dun, 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 a little yes. bit. It's not totally the same, but maybe they're sisters. Yeah. There's something, there's something there. <clears throat> um, so that's something to look forward to on season four of Attack on Titan. But anyways, what, what, was, the, what was the song I was going to look up? Oh, yeah. Actually, I do need to look it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, is there anything else we want to talk about? Wish the legends well. I think we better wrap our first episode back after yeah. an hour and 40 minutes. I think so, too. <laughs> okay, well, see you next week. This song is called Nothing Matters by The Last Dinner Party, which currently they open up for Hosier on tour. My fingers in expecting more than just the skin Bye.